that's the thing to be able to say to somebody else, this is about you. Tell me what you need. Tell me what you would like to hear, what you would like to experience in art. And in artists and creatives like us, it's so easy to make it about us. But instead, when you come in with your, what we're going to call now the MVP, what you guys already saw, the MVP, you got to make it about them. You just heard a portion of the training we gave to our Create New Income Challenge viewers. This is a challenge we're doing in February of 2022 to help people get an idea out of their head into the marketplace and then get income coming back to them as quickly as possible. In fact, in 21 days, that's the goal. So I wanted to make sure I presented this behind the scenes challenge checkup that we did for the challenge viewers. So even if you're not a member of the challenge, you're getting the benefit of the training that we're offering inside the challenge. So enjoy this, take some notes, give me a moment to welcome our newest listeners and we'll get right into the training. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life. Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession. Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. Hello there and welcome to our show. Thank you so much for making this podcast a part of your creative day. My name is Alan C. Paul. I'm your host and we are here to help you, the faith-focused Christian creative artist, musician, entrepreneur, to build a better creative life from the inside out by applying timeless spiritual principles to the temporary creative problems that you might be facing. So thank you for giving this podcast a chance. If you're a new listener, please go ahead and subscribe to the show, follow the show on the app, and make sure to check out all the show notes where we have more resources just for you. Speaking of resources, this is exactly what this excerpt is about. It is an excerpt from a video training, as I mentioned in the open, that we did for our Create New Income Challenge viewers. They've already jumped in. If you're listening during February of 2022, they are busy working on their products and they're about to release them to the world. But I wanted to give you a sneak peek of what they learned inside the challenge. So we're going to jump right into this five-step framework to build a minimum viable product. I'll walk you through the steps of all what that means so you don't have to kind of figure out what an MVP is. I'll walk you through that just like I did for our challenge participants. So let's jump right into this training and let's get an idea from your idea stage into an income stage as quickly as possible through this framework. Let's get into it. So now you can see, here's where we're at, okay? So what we're trying to do is the three or five steps, I should say, of our challenge. We're trying to identify an opportunity, distinguish good from great, make it about them. We're going to make our MVP and we're going to be willing to start ugly, all right? So wherever you are in this process, now maybe you're up here at step one, identify an opportunity. So here are the questions that you're asking yourself, and let's kind of dig into this a little deeper. Now, depending on what you already do, here's a big thing. Now, maybe you are a writer, you're a dancer, you're a musician. Maybe you've already done gigs. Maybe you're considering becoming a creative. Uh, we've got a couple of our challengers who are interested in voice acting. 
They got another one that's a graphic designer, Bianca, graphic design. I know you mentioned possibly doing something with passive income there. Um, if you are considering any of these ideas, you got to think about first, what do you know? What do you do? What can you share that you do better than pretty much anybody else and that can you can really, really sink your teeth into? So the first thing about coming up with a product or a challenge or offer or, uh, you know, something that you're going to offer is that it really does need to speak to you and your gifts and your strengths. You want to focus on your strengths and you want to make sure that it's not something that you have to like go outside of your comfort zone too much in order to create this. Okay. So what you really want to do is say, okay, um, for example, of course, you know, I have to use myself as a quickest example because I'm a musician. So clearly anything inside the music space, something that I could create that's, you know, that really focuses on what I do as a musician. One example is, uh, you know, creating obviously something that's like a live stream or a song or something where I'm performing for people. That's pretty right off the top. Okay. Yeah. I can perform. I can create. I can write. I can sing. I could do something like that musically. Okay. So what are my gifts, my talents, and my abilities? Um, things that I could do in my sleep that other people have to work on. One thing I used to do back in college, college, even before college, um, back in uh, middle school, I want to say, back in middle school, I used to like have my friends who wanted to ask, you know, my, the, the guys wanted to ask girls out or something. And I would like write, a, make up a little love song for them to sing to the girl they wanted to date. And now that I think about it, it's a little creepy, like, but then I guess songwriters do it all the time, right? Songwriters come up with things that you would say or you would sing to somebody else. And then they, you know, so, so that was my product. I, I created like, I was like a songwriting service, I guess you want to call it. Right. And so all of us remember, like, even when you were little, like you came up with the lemonade stand or, you know, um, my son used to say, Oh, I'm going to create, I'm going to make my little um, I'm going to do massages for mommy. I'm going to charge her 25 cents, right? <laughs> so we used to joke with Marcus all the time about his 25 cent massages. Like he would just like pinch you. It was like, what? That's not, that's not really a massage, son. So basically the idea is what do you already do that you could like create pretty much in your sleep? Like you could do this without it even thinking about it. Um, and then what, what service or product or creative thing do you wish you had? So in my case, I can think of educational products. I can think of, you know, material I wish I had. I can think of, I wish I had, you know, some lessons on maybe for, for music. I wish I had some lessons on improvisation. Um, I wish I had somebody who kind of could guide me through even maybe working on, um, my website, I can think of, oh gosh, like, you know, just so many things that I could possibly figure out. And not as even as I'm talking, I'm like, I'm afraid some of the challenges are texting and checking on me. Okay. Oh no, it's not, that's not challenges. Okay, cool. So, um, what I really am trying to look at is what can I, you know, sink my teeth into? What are people always asking me about? And something again, that's in my sphere or my flow something that I can really, really handle without any major shift. In other words, there's no learning curve. Does that make sense? There can't be a learning curve here. If there's a learning curve where you're trying to get this out quickly, it's probably not going to work. So you need to get something that works for you right away, something that you can do pretty much in your sleep. And then once you do that, you start to say, okay, 
you know, this is just throwing ideas out. You might want to write these all in post-it notes. You might want to just make a list of things, a list of ideas. As a matter of fact, I wish I had it. Um, I have somewhere a list of like all the ideas for products. And I just wrote them all down. As a matter of fact, uh, one of our podcasts, uh, Maria Z, I, I want to say it's back in the 60s or 70s. Um, she did a great like explanation of this where she just writes down anything that could produce income, Uber, um, like anything, just a, a, a smorgasbord of anything that you could do that people would get value for. And she just writes them all down, gets them all on paper, just get them all down because that's where the beginning starts. And then you start to say, okay, here's an opportunity or something that really works with me that I, that maybe somebody will pay me for. I don't know. We'll try it. So then you go down to the next step and you just got, okay, now I got to stand with good ideas from great ideas. And no, I didn't say there are going to be some bad ideas too. Okay. <laughs> there is such thing as bad ideas, but we're going to talk about good to great. So a good idea is something that could, you know, could work. Meanwhile, a great idea is something that would like to wait a minute. Um, I have a skill and I have a welcome and a ready audience or ready market that, you know, look at Amazon. Amazon is a perfect example where they're, all they did was sell books. And supposedly that was, you know, not a big deal. All of a sudden, you know, fast forward 10 years, everybody lives on Amazon because we are just used to the convenience and they had the thing that everybody was ready for when people were ready for it. And sometimes you got to be a little bit lucky. Sometimes you got to think ahead. And then some other times you can say, wait a minute, if I just really look at it and say, wait, I have a gift, I have a skill, I have an ability here musically, artistically, creatively. And here are the people that really need something that I can do. And I don't have to go really far to find them. Like they're right under my nose. Uh, if it's lessons and it's children, um, if you are offering anything regarding education and you've got a school nearby, if you've got anything regarding um, anything regarding ministry in terms of church and you have churches that are nearby and you have pastors that are like, hey, I wish I had help with this. That's a great idea because you do not have to reinvent the wheel because it's right there in front of you. So once again, I'm encouraging you as you come with your products. And by the way, I'm going to be checking in the notes to see who might be already posting. If you're not posting your products, by the way, if you're not giving ideas, that's on you. Okay. You got to start posting in the group so that we can help you out. Or if you want to post in this particular um, even this check-in, okay? But this is why I'm doing it because I want you guys to see kind of what this is about. And like I said, if you're watching this outside, yep, you're getting a sneak peek of everything in the challenge. All right, so that's number two, okay? So good becomes great when your skill or offer meets their situation, all right? So think about it closely. Think about how can you create something that really works for those people? Step three is make it about them, okay? So this is another one of those situations where you can't get too wrapped up in what you do, what you like to make, what you like to create, the art that you like to create, and think about, okay, wait, but is this valuable to somebody else? Um, a lot of creatives get stuck here. A lot of us kind of get, well, you know, this is what I love to do. This is what I make. This is what I sing. This is what, and then it's like, wait a minute, you can't really make a, you can't really sell that. I hate to say it like as blatantly as that, but you got to be able to make it about them and ask, what do they need? What do my listeners, my audience, my customers, the people around me, maybe you don't have an audience yet. 
But you got to think about somebody else. What would make somebody else's day? What would what thing could I make that would make their life easier? What could I do in you know the next twenty one days that was if I just like pinned it in and said, "Hey, here it is," and they and they would be uh, ecstatic because it's like, okay, finally this little issue that I had or this little need I have, or even extrinsically, you know, and intrinsically, I should say. Maybe it's not a need. Um, let's go ahead and move the chat for a little while so you guys can see this a little bigger. Uh, I always forget how to old miss the chat. There you go. Yep. Go by. All right. Ah, did like three times. Sorry, guys. So, yeah, that's the thing to be able to say to somebody else, this is about you. Tell me what you need. Tell me what you would like to hear, what you would like to experience in art and in artists and creatives like us it's so easy to make it about us but instead when you come in with your what we're going to call now the mvp what you guys already saw the mvp you gotta make it about them okay so if you've got an idea and you're just like okay i i like i like the idea of making this thing or you know selling this little thing um, let's just say, let's just come up with something that's very simple. Um, let's say a, uh, a little tutorial. Let's say it's a tutorial on how to, um, how to make a logo. Okay. We'll use, uh, um, Bianca, I don't know if you're watching, but I'm going to use your example. Um, so if you want to make a tutorial on how to make a logo, well, who are the people who would like be absolutely ecstatic about that? And do they even need that? And how can you make it about them? So you wouldn't want to give them the top level explanation on how to make a logo because they're not gonna they're not gonna be jumping in at that level. They're probably gonna just say, okay, how do I pick the right colors? Um, what what do you even do? Like, what is a color wheel? Right? So someone could like walk in and just say, Hey, okay, you know, I know there's all these things on YouTube, but I'm gonna walk you through the steps exactly on how to get the right colors for your brand. And this is gonna be my product for you. Um, and then someone says, Thank you. Like I've been looking at a thousand different YouTube videos and they all have different explanations. And you finally came in and used it, explained it perfectly, and thank you for that. That makes it about them. Now, maybe that wasn't what you wanted to create, maybe it's not even what you really like, enjoy to talk about but it meets their need and it gets right to the heart of something that you can create right away. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. So here's the actual section that we're at in the challenge where we're talking about the MVP. Okay. The minimum viable product. Whoops. Moved. So here's the thing. Simplify and simplify and simplify a minimum viable product. The point is as you're creating a minimum viable product, it has to be, the simplest form of creation of product of something that will make, you know, this thing sellable, make it an offer. So it can't be a book, in other words. Okay. If it's a if if you're writing something, a minimum buyer product is not. Let's talk about what is not. It's not a book. It's not a complete anything. It's really like the prototype. You what or some people call this a beta, right? What is the smallest, most simple version of the thing that you could make that would actually get into the marketplace and that people could actually take it and sell and buy it? Okay, so I, I gave, I'm very transparent. This challenge for me is an example of a minimum viable product because I forced myself 
not to add anything that I didn't already need. Now, as you can see, even in this particular thing, there are no pictures. Uh, I was so tempted to add pictures. I didn't add any pictures. Um, I got it done. And I said, the simplest thing is to have three steps, five steps, three things, put it inside the, uh, the, the software I already had and launch it. Okay. Simple cells, because if I had spent more time trying to make it pretty, trying to come up with ideas that oh, I'm going to add like seven different modules and all this other stuff, as soon as I get into that, it would not have gotten out. So the minimum viral product really has to be the simplest form of whatever it is. So as you can see the examples, like, you know, some of us in this challenge, we do clothing. Okay. And I heard somebody say, oh, I want to do like a five, five different, like a bundle of five things. Okay. So I'm kind of putting, you know, sorry to put you out there, but I, I have to use examples inside the challenge of people who are actually taking the challenge because uh, you're watching this later. So, um, so here's the thing. If you, if you, like think about the, the the five things you gotta lighten. So now you gotta think of those five different things. You gotta come up with five different like concepts, five different things, and you gotta combine them all together. And then you gotta make sure I can sell all five. And you gotta have come up with like you know, um, the, the colors and the graphics and everything for all five things. And it's gonna be one product. Well, that's not the simplest version of that. The simplest version could be just the prototype of let's say the hat or the prototype of you know, the vest or the prototype or whatever. And that's it. Could just be like the design, not even the shirt itself. Could just be, oh, I'm just going to like show you the design of this. And that's the minimum of our product is that here's an example of what you're going to get when you, I design all five of these things. But all I'm showing you is just the minimum of what could possibly be sold. Uh, like I said, for many of you who are clothing or doing physical products, you might be thinking, okay, you know, I have to get this out in three weeks. I'm not going to be able to do that. And that's not viable. Well, that's part of the issue. You got to think, what can I create in three weeks that I could actually get out? Then that kind of shrinks it down, right? Now, minimum viable product means it, it has to be something that I can create within three weeks. It has to be something that doesn't take me a long time to push out. Okay. So really, this is kind of like where if you guys have some ideas, you got to start sharing it because now we can talk about, okay, what do you want to do? What do you want to make? Is it truly the minimum viable product? Or is it something that you're thinking, oh, I could do this or do that, but it's not a, It's not really minimum, okay? So that is really the key of your minimum viable product. I'll give you some other examples of minimum viable products that you know I've been able to do. Um, when I did my live stream series and I created the, the mute during the pandemic, um, the, the minimum viable product was um, start a live stream, ask for funds. Okay. Ask for tips or ask for whatever. It was, it was me playing the piano and it was a tip jar, a virtual tip jar. That's it. That was, that was the, that was the product. There was nothing else, no bells, no whistles, no logo, no nothing. Now, eventually I developed all those other things, but at the beginning of it, there was nothing else to that product. Um, I can think of some other examples. Let's see. Uh, there's live streaming. There's uh, if you're trying to create something like a written situation, a blog, if you're trying to create something that is more um, tangible. Well, no, let's talk. Let's start talking about the blogging thing. Let's talk about training a video. OK, if you're thinking of doing a video of some sort, right, you're not going to do the high production 
you're not going to, that really goes into step five where you don't be, be, not be afraid to start ugly. You got to simplify. So it's not going to be the 30 minute video. It's not going to be the hour long video. Um, if it's a dance tutorial, it's not going to be, you know, how to go from A to Z in ballet or tap. It's going to be the simplest version of whatever it is. Okay. And that does mean, once again, as we're about to talk about step five, it's not going to be pretty. It's got to be simple. Okay. One example from my book was, um, I believe the very first version I was putting out was just the first chapter, just the first chapter. It was like 15 pages or so. And I think I did it for like, you know, like five bucks or something like that. Um, or not, really, the devotional is probably more example. The devotional actually I did was for free. The first seven days were free. And then once I got the whole thing done, it was basically, yeah, it was just PDF. Get it out there. And then eventually I went ahead and printed it. And then people could obviously buy it online. But the simplest minimum viral product was a PDF. Um, that's it. And now you might say, well, people, will they even want that? It seems like something that could be free. Yeah, but once again, we're going to talk about how you can evaluate, how you can validate and then get evaluation of your product so that you actually know people will pay for it. But the first point is to simplify it as much as possible. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't make it complicated. Don't try to say, okay, well, no, it has to have all the bells and whistles for it to eventually sell, whether it's a product or an event or an offer. Okay. That's the key. Now let's move on to. The last part, which kind of goes alongside with what I just said, which is be willing to start ugly. Okay, so <laughs> let me get the book actually here. If you guys are watching this, let me get this. Um, so here's the book, Start Ugly by Chris Kermentos, um, who is a um, entrepreneur and really a leader of the community for podcasting called PodFest. Um, I'm a member of PodFest. I'm actually going to be a speaker at PodFest, which is really cool. Um, but this is where I got that concept and I used his example. So thanks to Chris for this analogy and um, and the story, because the story that I tell here and I kind of, you know, relate it from the book is what Chris used. It's basically kind of like a, a fable or a, 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 I don't know how true it is, but it definitely lines up with what the concept is. Is that somebody who was getting ready to go into the lumber business, um, who actually was an employee of someone in the lumber business, was trying to create the chainsaw. And uh, and he had this idea of a bike chain. And if you could spin it around with a motor that it could cut through um, wood. And yeah, that's probably obvious, right? Now it seems obvious. But back then, before all the com- you know combustion engine, all this stuff was common, lumberjacks were out there just chopping trees down with axes. And so everybody said, well, just make a sharper axe. And uh, he tr- tried to show this new prototype uh, chainsaw to his uh, to his employer and broke in half. It just was a fail. And the employer's like, you're wasting time. You're wasting time. This is not what I want to do. Now, like I say here in the story, obviously, we all know that what technology won out was the chainsaw. Here's the thing that, I, you know, obviously applies to us as creatives in this challenge, Okay. Um, you're trying to create an offer or something that you're going to put on a table within 21 days. Now you have 17, no, you have on 19 days. You're not going to be able to make it pretty. It's not going to be your best work. Now that sounds really weird to say, right? But if you're trying to make this your best work, what you're really saying is you don't want it to be 
you don't want it to work or you're not, it's not going to work if you're trying to make it your best work because your best work will come after a few tries, a few stumbling blocks, a few open, you know, opening it up and checking it out and seeing who responds, who doesn't respond. You got to start there, okay? If you don't start there, if you don't start with, hey, the first example is going to be like probably a fail. The first one I try is going to be like ugly. It's not going to have, you know, I'm not going to be able to make all the fonts line up. I'm not going to be able to, my video is going to look weird. Um, I'm probably going to be using my phone, which is an iPhone 2. I don't know. Like, you're going to come up with all these reasons why it doesn't represent your best work. And you have to be willing to start with that. And then I know the comment might come back to me. You might say, well, if it's not my best work, why would somebody even purchase it? And here's the thing you got to remember. This is a big mindset thing that I'm working on and all of us have to work on. Whoever is looking at what you are offering is starting at zero. You are at one and a half. They're at zero. You have a song or a creation or a piece of art or training or a uh, lesson. They have nothing. So your 10% still beats their 0%. Okay. And again, the point of this challenge is not to sell a million copies of anything. The point of this challenge is to get your first sale, to go from idea to your first sale. So that first sale will come from somebody most likely who is in desperate need or really, really is looking forward to what you're creating or is really, really, really already engaged. And therefore, they're just going to be happy to get it, whatever it is. They're not looking for perfection. Uh, My pastor said this the other day. She said, finished is perfect. I got I got a link to that uh, podcast that she did where she talked about vision and, and 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 seeing her vision through to create something that she had never created before. And she said too, you know, that she had to get over the perfectionism procrastination thing. And she said, finished is perfect. And you've got to think the same thing. Do not get stuck at trying to make this product, this offer, this new thing, whatever it is. And again, I'm trying to give you examples, whether it be a training, a PDF. Um, whether it be a, uh, a a song demo that you could put out, like something with just you singing or playing, but you're going to create like a little bit of a of a uh, pay situation behind it where it's, you know, it's exclusive. Um, this song is only for certain people and I'm going to sell it for, you know, $1.29 or something. Or I'm going to do this or whatever. Again, think about small. This is not about selling a million dollar product off the top of thir- three weeks. We're not talking about creating something that, has to have that much value. But we are talking about getting it out there and we are talking about refusing to let yourself get stuck in procrastination or perfectionism. And that's why, as we do the challenge, doing it under 30 days really forces you to start ugly. It's like, okay, no, you cannot spend your time focusing on making it perfect, making it pretty. That's not the goal. The goal is to get it done. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.